Robin E here checking in. We back in a purple room with it on another episode of Pillow Talk Podcast. It's lit. Happy Father's Day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotta give a shout out to the fathers for sure. So I'm excited. We we got a nice guest in the building today. Long overdue. Definitely happy to have you here. We got Rico Santana 400 in the building. You know what's up. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. It's good Father's Day. You know, it's another day, really. You know what I'm saying? But they just happen to label it another day as Father's Day. You know? <laughs> That's every day, huh? Obligation day. That's what I call it. Obligation day. Obligation day. Nonetheless, happy Father's Day to you. You got the squad in here. I love to see it. Oh, yeah. You know, gang, gang. Love to see it. Beautiful, beautiful family, by the way, for sure. Definitely. So you here, we lit. It's lit. I had a good Father's Day. You know, I bought my dad some things, spent a little bread on him. But, you know, y'all be wanting to do y'all own thing. Y'all want to be bothered on Father's Day sometimes. No. Nah, y'all don't want to be bothered. <laughs> okay, say less. Say less. So before we get into it, you know, I got to gotta introduce you to the Pillow Talk Nation because we don't know. We don't know about you, so we got to learn about you a little bit. Exactly. Now, I got to know where you from. Oh, over East Chicago. Over East Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the best side? Is Over East the best side? Of course. Of course. Of course. You didn't really say that confidently. Like, it was, I mean, it, you didn't really. I know that after this, I'm going to get, like, the West side going to be, ah, <laughs> rah, 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 rah. but no, nah, Over East definitely is the best side. Over East, okay. Okay. I'm going to fake take your word for it. I'm going to fake take your word for it. <laughs> so, I got to get into the name. Now, why Santana? Why you throw the Santana in there? What, what's that about? I'm a Joel Santana fan. Facts. simple as that. Keep yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely, we definitely rock with that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong with that. You're not wrong with that. Yeah. But what, what, what does that mean? Like, as far as your persona, like you? Because uh, basically, I grew up in the clique, Dipset. We was, we was Dipset of Chicago. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Dip, I got a cr- tatted across my chest, Diplomat. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really okay. took that clique to the heart. You know, um, and I felt like if if I really was in, in, in you know what I'm saying, Dipset. I would be the Jewels at the of the dip set. You know? Now, why Jewels? Why? Why Jewels? Just everything about him was just, man, from the way he dressed, the way he talked, mm. just everything about him just said, man, that's that's me. That's what I want to be like when I grow up. Okay. Fair enough. I definitely love Jewels. Yeah. I usually turn the song off after he done rapping and stuff. That's how <laughs> I was rocking back then. So, I fuck with that, definitely. Now, you are, you know, a hip-hop artist. You're a few things, actually, but I want to definitely focus on the music more so while you're here today. 
So growing up, now, have you always loved music, or was you going to be like, you know, an astronaut or something like that? No, uh, actually, music was um, was just something just in me. Mm. In my entire family, um, they're in the music. You know, I got people that's in the industry that's, that's you know what I'm saying, famous or whatnot. Like, music's just been there mm. from the start, but... I was always focused on sport because I was an athlete. Okay, so fire. that's what I like to do. I played football, basketball, track, did it all. Mm. Uh, all American. Except for yeah. Except for what? Except for baseball. That no baseball. Oh, you're not all American then. It wasn't no contact. Uh, it wasn't no contest. See, I grew up with anger issues, so I had okay. to play sports that catered to that. You know, Fair wrestling, enough. boxing, Fair football, enough. basketball. <laughs> he said, I got to break a nigga neck. I got to get up on him. Yeah. Okay, I feel you with that. I feel you. So why aren't you, you know, in the league or doing any of those things right now? I got shot. That's what pretty Ooh. much took away from it. Because um, I had, uh, I, I steered away. I almost went to the pros twice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't get to say that. But I do. Because I actually did have an opportunity. Um, it was already stated, even when I was in high school, that I was going to make it to the pros. They knew it. My coaches told my mom. My mom wow. thought it was a lie. You know, they're like, no, nah, you need to come see him because wow. he's cold. But um, I went to college. I played at Texas Southern University. Uh, I was dealing with his mom. Mm. Got lost, you know what I'm saying, lost track. And I uh, got kicked out of school. Uh, I just decided to be a dad. You mm. know, I just said, because it was going to be hard to try to manage, trying to manage a new baby and manage football because football in college is a whole job. Yeah. We're there from 2 p.m. until 11 at night. So when do I get time to see my newborn baby? Because I got to get up in the morning for school. So I pretty much just gave all that up and said, you know, I'm going to be a dad. But then life started kicking my ass. Mm. And I'm like, man, that's when I realized, like, I ain't got no life skills. All I knew was, uh, I was all I knew was being an athlete. So yeah. it was like I was kind of lost, you know, in society, moving from place to place, couch to couch. Like, I was homeless when I came back to college, mm. you know. And um, it, it was just a big old mix-up, but then it, it, it's like I feel like without football, I was missing something in life. I'm like, that's the only thing that I'm, I'm missing. I'm like, people was treating me different, you know. Um, like, I was always treated up here mm. coming up because I was somebody. But then when the moment when everything was taken from me and I became nobody, <laughs> it dropped down here. The Damn. respect level was just different. Uh, People that was like, people used to just give me free stuff. Like, I'd go to the store and get something free just because of who I am. Because mm. people want to make sure, remember me when you make it. Mm. But I didn't make it, so all that changed up. So I ended up jumping into wow. semi-pro football. And I excelled in that pretty decent. Um, but I started taking injuries, like injury, old injuries that I had from the past. You know, but I was young, so it didn't really affect me. But I was getting older, so it was starting to affect me more. So my running was a little bit different. Everything was different to the point where I felt like, okay, I actually got an opportunity to make it again. Mm. Now times is different. It's not like it was when I was playing football where you had to come out of college, you know what I'm saying, to play and get drafted and stuff like that. It's different. Now there's other ways to get into the league. So I was using that. I had the right people. People was actually setting me up to uh, for um, tryouts to play Canadian for uh, for the CFL. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Frontway Championship Team, uh, Winnipeg. Um, then I had an actual contract to play overseas in Serbia. Then I got to play professional arena football. You know, and But mm. literally right before I was able to actually sign my contract to leave and get up out of here, 
got shot six times. Damn, six times? Six times. Cut everything off. I lost everything. Um, it was it was over with, you know, but I literally didn't tell myself because I didn't want to face the fact that this could be it for football. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got hit basically in, in where I I need the most in football. Hands, arm, wrist, mm. So it's over with. It's certain things that I can't do that I used to be able to do. Mm. So I was like, I tried to go back. My coach even was disappointed. Wow. He was like, man, bro, you might have to go ahead and let it go. Because he seen me doing my thing on the music because the music is all I had left. Mm. When you can't wash yourself and, you know what I'm saying, it just, you basically depending on people 100% of the time because they, they done pop me up. Ain't nothing I can do. Mm. So going through that, that phase, them 10 months I was down, not being able to do nothing for myself, I was thinking to myself, what what can I do? Because I got to be somebody. I know that I'm somebody. I'm not the uh, average person. I'm not a regular person. I'm not supposed to be walking around with regular people. You know what I'm saying? Just living regular. It's not me. I can't accept this. What can I do? And all I know is I just started making songs, songs, songs after songs. Because I got on Facebook and I start, I rapped about what happened to me. Mm. Song went viral. I'm like, man, maybe I need to start getting in the studio. Then my engineer ended up reaching out to me. Um, this was before he even became my engineer. Uh, shout out Big Moot the Godfather. Um, he told me, say, man, bro, I see what happened to you, man. I just wanted to reach out, make sure you was good, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know what? Matter of fact, what's up with your studio? I need to, got some stuff to do. Yeah. One thing led to another. I'm in his studio for 12 hours and recorded 10 songs. Mm. And that was my first album. Then from that point, that whole entire year, I dropped seven albums. Wow. And that's when I said, hey, Rico Santana is gone. That's where I'm going. Thanks. First off, um, I'm let's give it up for life and for you surviving that shit. Because <laughs> sure. you definitely could have died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, wow, that's an amazing story. I mean, that's that's trying. And I mean, I'm sure you probably dealt with a little depression just having to like leave little, that life behind. A little, yeah, a lot. That was a lot. Like, the I was just talking to my girl about it a few days ago. Like, man, why I get so angry when people disrespect me? Because I know where I came from. I know how much I endured to get to where I'm at today. Yeah. So for people to try to belittle me and you know uh, try to down me basically because like I said that, that little situation that I was in in that, that, that little time frame where I was messed up because I didn't I, I, I didn't know how to adapt to society because I was all I knew was football and basketball is all I knew people just didn't give me that fair chance and people try to use that against me because I feel like when you succeeded for so long and people hate on you and they jealous, mm. they wait for you to fall. So then that moment you fall, they're going to kick you down. Mm. Uh, like I said in one of my uh, songs earlier, you know what I'm saying? It's part of the culture now. Kick a nigga down while he down. And that's what they, that's exactly what they tried to do. You're not wrong. And I mean, yeah, that's a lot to deal with. It's, yeah, like just mentally, your identity, figuring out what you want to do, mm-hmm. figuring out where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, damn, I couldn't even imagine that yeah. type of shit. Yeah. So during that time, I guess prior to to you getting shot, you had always been doing music. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. 
So how did just you didn't know? Take it serious. Oh, you just didn't take it serious. So what? You just freestyling a little bit here and there. What? Yeah, you I mean because like I said, like I've been writing music since I was like four. Literally. Damn. I okay. Know it sounds crazy, but no. No, like, I believe that. Like, it throws me off because I, I was told that. I remember. I thought it was six. I was told it at four because my mom gave me one of them little, uh, little keyboards. She light that light up. Stuff okay. Like, yeah. He's going crazy, huh? Yeah. So I had to miss the <laughs> microphone. So I took my, my my milk crates. I sat them up. You know, I put my little my keyboard on it. I taped my, my, my Mr. Microphone to the keyboard, mm. and I just started playing, making music. Like me, I've never, like, I know how to play instruments, but I don't know how to read music. Mm. I can make music, I know how to okay, sound like, I know how to sound like a choir, I know how to make myself sound like an instrument in the studio. Like I actually have a song where people thought it was a guitar playing, that was really me singing. What? Yeah, with some extra effects. Okay. So it's like, I know, like I'm very, very musically inclined. This is just something that's just, been a part of me since I've been here, mm-hmm. but I feel like that uh, sports really distracted me from molding into who I really was supposed to be in the music world. Okay. So I pretty much was a little I'm I'm a, I'm a little behind in the music world, but I feel like I'm catching up, mm. you know, to a point where I don't feel like I still get treated like I did when I was playing football. Mm-hmm. But I don't get treated like this. Facts. Like, you Facts. Know, so. It's just all about the process, though. Mm, wow. Prophecy. Prophecy shit. Hold yeah. on. Prophecy <laughs> shit, okay? Prophecy shit. He was, he was doing music while y'all was counting, okay? Yeah. No, but that's super dope. That's I like that. And that shows, like, your dedication and really love for music. Mm-hmm. It's just always been embedded in you. So, I mean, you mentioned Jewels, but what are some other artists growing up that really kind of helped hone your sound a little bit? Um, I want to say shout out to my mom. She was a okay, DJ, her. and she has like a thousand albums. So, my problem is, it's like music. I know music, but if you ask me what artist sang what song, you lost me. Mm. But if you can, if you can tell me, like I can tell you the tone of a song, I can tell you the melody of a song. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can tell you what the words are saying in the song, but I can't tell you the title of the song. Mm. I can't tell you because a lot of the people sounded the same to me back then, you know. And it's the same okay. thing. It's the same thing with today. You know, everybody sounds the same, so it's kind of yeah. hard to depict who is who. But as long as you know the music, I feel like you're good. Okay. So it's like, uh, but a lot of the old, a lot of old school people, because um, I do take a lot of samples. Like, like I do what producers do. They take samples from beats. I take samples from songs. Okay. Like I have a song called Lucid Hallucinations. That uh, only one person actually peeped who I took that melody from. Mm. But I did a Whitney Houston melody on that song. Yeah. And he, Eddie tripped me out. He, he knew exactly. He was like, yeah, that's that Whitney Houston. He thought I ain't know. Uh. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, you, you hip, you hip. You know, like, like, I like to put a lot of Easter eggs in my music. Nice. Because um, it's like I want people to do more than just listen to it. I want them to feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to, to relate to it. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just the way around it. Way yeah. around the music. Yeah. You know? Facts. I like that. We love a good Easter egg. Definitely. Yeah. We love yeah. good Easter egg. So what was your favorite time period of music then? Like, you talk about Whitney Houston. You got me throwing other people in there. Do you feel like there was one time period that really early nineties, early nineties, mid nineties? Okay, definitely had sure. some dope music. Like, um, not even just talking about hip hop and R and B. I mean, like, man, the early nineties, mid nineties music was at its peak. Mm. You know, it was 
it, it made a, a complete turnaround. You know, uh, I feel like music lost its way uh, in the, the 2010s. Mm, why? Because they stopped, they stopped caring. They mm. stopped caring about the music. The music, it became more about marketing. Mm. The marketing game is what took over the music game. And now that's why you have so many artists from everywhere that just all over the place. Like rap has has been monopolized, you know. So it's not you're not gonna go anywhere and not have a rapper. You can go to Montana. Mm-hmm. Who you do you even know anybody in Montana? <laughs> nope. But I bet you can find a rapper out there. Yeah. You know, rappers are everywhere, but it's that's true. It, it's, it's it's really mostly important about separating yourself and understanding your music and what you're doing with your music. That's what's going to separate you differently. Mm. Artists spend time trying to uh, force themselves to be different, and then they, they try so hard that they end up pushing themselves mm. right along with the grain with everybody else. But if you just focus okay. on what you're doing and not going on social media, like people get on social media. But that's hard. But that's hard to do right now. But post it. Post it because somebody else posted you know you didn't do a music video yeah. yet. You're working on a music video. So why not show the, share the behind the scenes mm-hmm. with that? Instead, you see that this artist has a new post, a brand new video, and then, but you want to compete with that, so you're posting something that you posted six months ago. Mm. That's petty promo. Petty promo. But, I mean, it's hard when you're thinking of, you know, right, the TikTok and everybody having to be their own media person now. Like, people sometimes don't be having shit or, or don't be having time to do new stuff. They just go and re- repurpose it. If you ain't got the time, then you're doing the wrong thing. Mm. Because if if this is what you do, this is what you put your time in. People mm. make time for what they want. You know what I'm saying? So if this is what I really want, what do I look like? putting more time with Walmart than I do with my music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in, in, in that case, like, I knew for a fact, like, I was stupid at first mm. because, like, all I knew how to get money outside of getting a job was selling drugs or finessing. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was a scammer. I was a big scammer. Like, I was doing it when it was first popping. Get it how you, you live. Yeah. But it, the money was going too fast. I wasn't investing it in nothing. Mm, so, that quick money. Yeah. So it was going as quick as it was coming. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like I knew that if I wanted to put time into this music and I was going to go somewhere with it, I ain't going to have no time. I can't keep working no 12-hour shift yeah. and then leaving the 12-hour shift to go to the studio and be in the studio five, six hours and then go home, take a shower, get an hour of sleep and back. No, mm. I'm killing myself to do what? Facts. I'm going nowhere. So I stopped working, um, but I officially stopped working after I got shot when I couldn't even work. Mm. I was forced not, not, I can't do the labor work that I do because the work that I have, the skills and, and certificates that I have, they're good paying jobs. I'm not finna go get no $17 hour job when I can be working 25, 26 an hour, but I can't do that job because uh, my hands and everything, I can't mm. continue to do long hours of work. So I'm forced to be an entrepreneur. Mm. So what I did was I took myself away from the streets completely. Start using this. That's what them 10 months did. When I was down, depressed and everything, that 10 months taught me, okay, you can't use your hands, you can't use your feet. What you have to do is use this. 
How can we do use this to make money? How can we use this to get things done? That's when the boss side of me really, really picked up. Mm. Because it's like, all right, you can't do this. You need people to do things for you. But at the same time, to get people to do things for you, it's better to have them do something for you where they're benefiting from it. Because a lot of people don't like doing things for people where they're not getting no nothing. Nothing you know what back. Yeah. Facts, facts. You know, so... It, it, it was all it was all fair to me at the end of the day like okay you do this for me i can do this for you you know um and, and one thing led to another now i got all this music and i'm doing all these shows now i'm like okay i got things rocking it's time to go in now you know so i'm like all right the only thing i need is money how can i do that then i started Things just went from one thing to another. Next thing you know, I'm I'm busting loans here. You know, saying I've got a business here. I got my first LLC. Then next thing you know, things kept pushing. I got my second LLC. I'm like, man, I I don't know what I'm doing, Mm. but at the end of the day, I'm doing something, and it all was gonna make sense after I finished doing it. And when I did finish doing it, next thing you know, I'm on my own tour. Wow, two three years in a row. We done added Twister to it. We done had King Louie to it. We done had uh, Reese G uh, from Three Piece. Who else we had to it? Man, we done had so many people come through and, and rock with the tour. Yes, you for know, the tour. So, per. Yeah. Tour life. Per. Tour life. Per. Big yeah. per. That's lit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just listening. And just your excitement as well, too, as you talk about it, like, not knowing what initially you were doing and then just seeing it unfold, you know, you kind of taught yourself the game in a sense yeah. and you benefiting from it. That's yep. amazing. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. And then I had, and then I got Eddie on my side, you know, he, we get into our little arguments, you know, it don't be real arguments, mm-hmm. you know, we, we brothers. So you know how brothers do. Yeah, yeah. You know? I gotta, like you if know. Y'all, if y'all not getting into it, that ain't no it real It ain't no real shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. It ain't real. <laughs> but, you know, um, that's because I, I, I'm not hard head, but, I have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. You can't put something in front of me and then tell me that you need me to play this position and then I'm not fully understanding. I got to understand what's going on so then I can actually put my effort into it and know what I'm doing. Even if I don't too much know completely what I'm doing, long as I have an idea, that's all I need. Give me an idea, put me in position, and watch me score. Mm. Absolutely. I know that's right. You better stop. <laughs> You're lazy. <laughs> Y'all niggas lazy. No, but that's dope. I love that. That's so inspirational. And just, of course, being a black man and having that mind state, you know, overcoming adversity and being able to see the, you know, fruits of your labor. That's mm-hmm. ins- inspirational as fuck. You know, mm-hmm. that's inspirational as fuck. Definitely. So getting it back into the music, like you've been dropping a lot of stuff since you, you know, been on your music journey. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to some of your earlier stuff, like how do you feel that you've grown as an artist? Oh man, I've grown so much um, from the time from my first album to now. Um, when I was making albums, I didn't wake up and say, oh, I'm gonna drop seven albums this year. Yeah. I literally was going through a lot and had a lot to say. And I took that, that energy and I turned it into something positive. And that's the year I got over 170 songs released, mm. you know, um, and they all mean something. Like, there, it wasn't never just, let me make a song and 
trying to get popular because to be real with you, I'm not even rapping to be famous. I'm not. Okay. I'm rapping to be rich. Mm. I'm rapping to start my brand because to be real, rappers is the bottom of the barrel. They, mm. they, make, they make the bare minimum, but they, they're the image. You know what I'm saying? They're the face of the brand. I want to be the face of the brand and the brand. So that way that my face is bringing in money and that money that's bringing in is going in my pocket. So I, that's why I try to that's why I tried to learn as much as I could so then I can basically wipe out as many people as I could, even including the label that tried to sign me. I got them out the way. Mm. They couldn't do nothing with me. Y'all, y'all have all these artists that y'all signed and y'all try to make me feel better by saying, yeah, we let go all the rappers except for you. Mm. I know you didn't because you know that I can sing and there's other things that I can do. Yeah. It's not just rap. So y'all smart. But at the end of the day, y'all getting 25%. I'm getting 75%. Artists don't get that on deals. But the thing is, an artist that has his own everything do. I have producers, I have engineers, I have videographers, I have uh, graphic designers. I even graphic design my own self. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what can y'all offer me besides distribution? I have distribution too. Right. The same distribution that y'all using, the same one that I'm using. And I have one point, at the time I had like 1.7 million streams by myself without the label. They never dropped nothing. They kept trying to shelve me and everything. Mm-hmm. We was, They was changing the dates up on me. And I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it because they was killing my buzz. Because I actually had built my buzz up. Mm-hmm. We was doing hella good. So you feel like what? Now you're in a time as an independent artist, like you should just do the independent route instead of trying to go to a label and get distribution? Or is it just depending on the type of deal you get? Um, It depends on the deal. I wouldn't tell artists don't go run into labels and stuff like that because honestly, in, in all honesty, you don't really necessarily need the labels. But this is what they don't tell you. When you're an artist like me, when you have the knowledge of the business, you don't need the label. Mm. But when you don't have resources and you don't have that much of a knowledge, yeah, you're going to need the label because they're going to push numbers that you don't know how to push. So everybody think that they understand marketing and things like that. Okay, buying bots is not marketing. No, it's not. Even though that's part of it because in, that's what the industry does. The industry has yeah, they bots, shit up. And, but their bots is different. Their bots come from an actual machine. Mm-hmm. These bots, I don't know where these bots coming from. They mm-hmm. coming from overseas somewhere or whatever, but there's no real count. No, There's no, no real calculation to what these artists is trying to show and share. And to me, I feel like I'm ahead of the game because I refuse to use bots. I don't have to. Because this phone gives me access to the entire world. Once I understood that, that's when I started using TikTok. That's when my TikTok blew up because I understood that I need to be a, a content creator. Because if I be if I blow up as a content creator, what does that do? That automatically opens up the door for my music, meaning that I can open up promotion for any other artists that need the promotion. I've opened that up, but have artists taken advantage of that? No. Mm. You know why? Because they rather compete with me than Absolutely. Just, than just be with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And it's it's funny to me because it's like, okay, y'all trying to copy what I do, but instead just Come on, boy. Yeah. I'm not that type of dude, you know what I'm saying, to make you... I'm not going to dangle a Twinkie over your head. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. If I say it's sweet over here, it's sweet over here. Come on. I'm going to get you... I'm gonna get, And that's what I do. I put people in position to win. Mm-hmm. And I've done that 
I put a lot of, you know what I'm saying, producers, engineers, rappers. I done put them in positions. I done put them in rooms where their name wasn't even mentioned or thought about. What did it, what did I get back from that? Nothing. Hmm. And did I did I did I trip on it? Yeah, I did because of the fact that it's kind of a slap in the face when you yeah. reach your hand out and then yeah. people act like they taking it, but they really grabbing it just to cut it off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can't, and then it's like, when it don't work out for them, now they looking at you like you did something. Yeah. I, 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 I gave you the blueprint. You you tried to run with the blueprint, and you didn't even let me finish the blueprint before you mm. tried to run with it. Now it didn't work out for you. Now you mad at me because you think I set you up. That's why you got to be weary. Everybody don't deserve the favor. Nah. Everybody don't deserve to sit next to opportunity. Nope. They really don't. Nope. And that's when you got to weed them snakes out. Nope. Like, shit. Those are the type of people that would sit right in front of the door of opportunity where, they, where, where the door be wide open. But because of the type of person they are, they'll have that door closed mm. right there in their face. And that's fucked up, you know, because I feel like, you you know, you're also in tune with just, like, the motion of, like, Chicago and how the scene goes and stuff like that. And people mm-hmm. are always talking shit about the lack of collaboration, the lack of support. I mean, how? How are we supposed to support each other as an area when it's that type of mentality that's floating around? Right. It's, it's, and that's why I say that people need to go ahead and just stop saying that, that Unity BS because... I feel every time I hear it, I feel like it's BS. I don't never mm. really feel the real unity. Like, like, like these award shows when I'm there, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel tension all over the place. It's not really that relaxed, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because first of all, everybody's there for a reason. They're there because they want the exposure of winning, mm-hmm. and they want to feel what winning feels like. Mm-hmm. So it's like while you're there, you around every person that you consider an opponent now it's like it's just this thick tension all in the room how is that bringing unity to us yeah you're not wrong though it'd be thick it'd yeah, be it thick be, up in there yeah the, the, it's just like the, the feeling because me I'm the, I'm the type of person that like I'm I'm very uh conscious when it comes to vibes and energy in the room you know what I'm saying like yeah. I, I instantly my, my radar go up instantly anytime I'm in a, a new situation you know what I'm saying I'm always on radar. Yeah. And when I just be paying attention, you know what I'm saying? Like um like me, I do something. I come in, I like I like it's called a presence test. I give myself a presence test. Okay. So now I don't know Hollywood nothing or nothing like that, but it's to prove that I really am an entity when it comes to coming in a room. Don't approach nobody. I walk in, instantly people's looking. Okay. If it's somebody that I know that I'm real cool with, like if it's you, mm-hmm. I'ma come. What's up, Robert? What's exactly. up with you? But other than that, I ain't doing too much moving around the room. Mm. I'm observing the room. I'm feeling the presence, and then I'm trying to see who feels my presence. Mm. And nine times out of ten, the entire room feels my presence, and they come towards me. They gravitate towards me. So it's a presence check. Okay, per for the presence check. <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> Is you is you really taking up the space in the room or not? Yeah, no, I like that though, yeah. and I feel you a little bit because sometimes I'm kind of weary. Like when I go play, if I'm not doing media coverage, if I'm just there type shit, like yeah, I'll make sure I speak to all the artists. Obviously, I know all the artists, but then it'll be some other media people. It's like, oh hey, yeah. like it's kind of like you yeah. know, but it shouldn't be like that. You gotta be careful. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah, but you 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 definitely gotta be careful because it's like you don't want to overextend yourself. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta Facts. be careful. So it's like. 
if an artist come to me and his energy is high, that's what my energy is going to be. But if he, oh, what's up, bro? I'm a, yeah. what's up, my boy? And keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You drop us some knowledge in here. I definitely appreciate that. And just you being honest as fuck, because, you know, a lot of people like to pretend things aren't what they are. But they are, though. They yeah, are, though. Good. You know, yeah, so we're going to lighten the mood a little bit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You did send me um, a new single. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to play that. What's the single? Yeah. 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 Y-U-H. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I came up with that title because my, my, one of my favorite ad-libs is chill, chill, chill. Okay. But... I used to say, like, when somebody do something I like, I'm like, yo, yeah, <laughs> yo, So it's like, uh, when I was making the song, I had already finished the album. Mm -hmm. I was going into the studio for my last session, because I only needed two sessions to finish my little 14 track album. And so I I came across the beat. I was done, I'm telling you, the album was done. I wasn't adding no more songs. The roster was locked mm. in, yeah. Slat slid his ass in my <laughs> roster because that beat came on, and then I'm, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm at the edge of the bed. She looking at me crazy. Turn, like, okay, yeah, turn, yeah, turn. Super turn. <laughs> and I told, I said, it's the one. It's the one right here. I'm finna add this. Yeah, this the single. I'm finna. Oh, I just got excited. Yes. I got it overly excited, and I ain't lost that excitement since. You know what I'm saying? I done did the video to it. You know, we spent some money on the production for the video. Uh, we dropped that July 4th, right along with the actual song. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and get a little snippet of that, of that, yeah. vibe right there that's yeah. definitely a vibe that's like i mean that's kind of a little club song that's kind yeah. of a party song yeah yeah I had to. that's a little rock star too you know you know what i'm saying you got some rock star element to you oh man I, that's what i tried i feel like i brought that to chicago i honestly feel like i made it popular because uh that's what i was on mm. you know um like i'm a real rock star little rock and roll that's what i work out to i work out to rock and roll i work out to hip-hop <laughs> like i don't really function with hip-hop Mm, okay. Because, like, if you ask me who is my favorite rapper today, I can't tell you because I don't really have one. Mm. I can tell you who I listen to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I can't say I have a favorite rapper. Who you listen to? I listen to her. You know what I'm saying? I listen to Lil Baby. Okay. I, I rock with Dirk because he's from the shy. You know? Okay. Um, Any R&B artists you listen to? <sighs> I'm an R&B baby. I got to throw I mean, that in the there. the girls been having me. Her. You know, um. No I mean, Summer? Summer, yeah, but no, cause it's like I like I like her artistry. I'm gonna let that slide. I like her artistry, but it's like I can't 
But see, what's the word I'm looking for? Like her, um, like when it comes to singing, I love singers. Okay, love okay. That's, that's my weakness. I love singers. And it's just like, if your voice don't give me that, you know how you get like an electric feeling in your body? Mm -hmm. Feeling in your soul and everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if your voice don't give me that, that chill, mm -hmm. then it's like, I'm not going to adapt to your singing that as much. Okay. You know? Fair enough. Like I said, I, I write. I, my first, Before I was writing rap, I was writing R&B music. So that's my first love. Mm. So... You gotta like not to say Summer Walker don't come with it because she definitely got some hits. I ain't so gonna yeah, lie. She, she in the bag right hits. now. She in the bag. But she in yeah, the bag. I, I feel it. you though. But it's just the overall thing. Yeah. For me, you know. Okay. So. Fair enough. <laughs> we Summer Walker stand. No, I'm just talking <laughs> shit. I'm just talking shit. Definitely. But no, I appreciate once again. I gotta. You gotta cap it up because you in here. You in here going crazy. You in here going crazy. Now. I know you didn't think you was getting out of here and you wasn't going to do my 10 minutes of honesty. Oh, we can do it. I know you didn't think. We we did about 30 you minutes of honesty, <laughs> so let's go ahead and ask the 10. Because y'all already know. Y'all already know. So we got the 10 minutes of honesty. You got to answer the questions. I'm going to pick the questions. Because, damn it, it's my show. <laughs> okay. You ready? Is you ready? I'm born ready. <laughs> okay, first question. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see. One thing you regret in life. Mm. One thing I regret in life. Mm. That's easy, to be honest. Oh. Not living up to my fullest potential. Mm. If I, I feel like if I, if I lived to my fullest potential a long time ago, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in. Because a lot of us is living the way we're living today. Not to say that I'm living messed up or nothing. Yeah. But a lot of us are in our situation today because of what, how we was living five, ten years ago. Facts. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, next question. Let me see. Let's go. Wait, let me get a fake PG because we got knocking, kids in the house. Knocking them out. Knocking them out. Woo. Mmm. Yeah, we're going to skip that one because I don't, <laughs> you know, this is a Father's Day edition. We ain't going to, you know. <laughs> I ain't separate the questions out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Have you ever ghosted someone? Oh uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. Y'all just be out here ghosting people, and I just don't understand that. James St. Patrick, yeah. Why? Now, what's the number one reason that you ghost somebody? And this don't gotta be, I didn't you like know. It. You just didn't like what they was talking about, yeah, nothing. Yeah, just I didn't like it. <laughs> it you didn't know like what it. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> no. Okay, but but you never said you just got up out of that. Nah, yeah, that was it. Like, yeah. Damn. I mean, I kicked it with her. Okay. For a little so while. So when she hit you back, like, damn, you know, I ain't talked to you in a little minute. You just like no response. Oh man, I don't even know if she hit me back because. I ain't give it the opportunity to be able to. Wow. It's just really sad out here. It's hard out here in these streets. I tell you that. These niggas ruthless. Okay. Next question. Mm. Would you rather know the date that you die or the way that you die? Uh, nah, I'd rather know how I'm going to die. You want to know how? Yeah, because... If I know when, then I'm gonna be anticipating like. Oh, you gonna be staying up at night? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
staying up at night yeah, trying to figure it out. Let me know how so I could maybe event, prevent mm, it. You, you know can't what I'm prevent it, though. Are you scared of death? No. Nah, nah. Can't be at this point. No, nah, because I understand that this life is only an experience for our son. Ooh. So. I want to know what my soul going what's the next level for my soul. Come on, prophet. Come on, prophecy. Okay, next question. We're going to get one of these little pink ones. Yeah, we're going to skip that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kids in the house, y'all. I ain't trying, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to. People talk a little uncensored sometimes. Okay, Um, what's this one? <laughs> Name a movie you're ashamed of liking. What's some shit you watch by yourself? Ooh. I'm trying to think, because there's a few of them. I ain't going to lie. There's a few of them. I'll, I'll be like, man, I ain't supposed to like this movie like this. Somebody ain't supposed to like it, man. Oh, I'm trying to find one that's the least embarrassing. I love um, me a good white comedy, though. I ain't going to hold y'all. Yeah, you know I'm not going to hold y'all. Step Brothers, for me, was really one of them. See, I don't feel like you should feel embarrassed to like Step Brothers. I love Step Brothers. Like, if you ain't that hip to Step Brothers, you... You, I don't know what to say. That about shit was good. And a little bridesmaids. Dave. No, I don't like Dave. Dave. That's a show. I hate it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's the curly hair dude, dinky. ain't it? Yeah, okay. That's a hitter. Some of the episodes was See, a little they, funny. They got, they got, but they, they, they're extreme white comedy. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. They say stuff like gay stuff, but that's white people <laughs> jokes. You know what I'm saying? White people say gay stuff. White they people don't is gay. comfortable saying a lot of yeah. gay shit. <laughs> like, yeah, Bob. Your little knickernacker is uh, hanging out, like type, like what? <laughs> like that's funny to y'all. <laughs> I guess. But I would say, I would say something like, like I like Pretty Woman. Her, that ain't no. I mean, that ain't no comedy, but I mean, it's a romance comedy. Okay, I'm gonna give you that. Yeah, I like, I like Pretty Woman. Like Pretty Woman. Her. Yeah. Julie Roberts in her it, bag. It gave, it gave a, a insight of of. Uh, Hoes, you know it, did. I mean? it did. It did. From a from a diff from the white people perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Classy like as I got older, that's when I that's when I realized the movie was. Facts. was You're right. I watched it younger. I didn't understand she was a prostitute. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought she was like homeless and he I, found yeah, her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. She was homeless and he was helping a homeless lady out, cleaning her up and stuff. You know what I'm saying? No, this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he wifing the, the prostitute like okay he done fell in love with the woo wop oh, oh my god he fell in love with the help oh man <laughs> oh shit shout out to pretty woman <laughs> okay come on we got a few more few more sounds like we got a few more minutes let me see let me see what's the greatest piece of advice you've ever gotten um I got a lot of uh the best advice that I could give though was um, focus on you. Focus on you. Don't worry about what other people talking about because people going to talk about you whether you're doing good or bad. And I done been in both situations and been talked about. So yeah, I got the best of both worlds and I understand. So. Fair enough. Cool with it. Per. Per. Okay, let me see. I'm scared of these pink ones. I think these the, uh, yeah, these the x-ray ones. <laughs> we ain't going to use those. Um. Woo. Mm. Okay, I think I can ask that. That's a little fake, PG. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, why why do men do that? Well, I'm gonna say it like this: I ain't fake. Like I did, I did do it for real, but I had to like 
like use my imagination mm. to to get there. Yeah, but you couldn't get there like in the present. No, because it was just trash. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So it's like if you're in the cessation, like finish the job because as a male, if you don't. You're gonna suffer the consequences a little later. What's the? <laughs> you know I mean, saying? yeah, okay, fair you're enough. You're gonna be a little blue. <laughs> so you had you gotta take one for the team in that in that yeah, moment. Get it, get it done. Get it over with. Get it done. Yeah. Get it over with. Okay, fair enough. Okay, we got two more questions. Two more questions. Let me see. Well, oh, give me the last one. I got a lot of uh. X-rated questions in here. I'm sorry, y'all. You, 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 you the pool to throw back a few times. <laughs> what would you do if you found a dead body in a motel room? Oh man, I see a dead body. I'm saying something else to you. I ain't do it. I ain't do it. First off, I didn't do the shit. <laughs> Let's start right there. That's the first thing I'm saying. First off, I ain't do this. I just got to this room. I just want y'all to know that because I'm black at a hotel. You got to do that, though. Yeah. You, you got to do I'm that. Saying? So it's like, I, I, first of all, I need y'all to run y'all cameras back. These people going to be so confused because mm. I'm going to be saying everything before I even say it's a dead body in my room. Mm. Y'all need to run y'all cameras back. Why, sir? <laughs> y'all need to call you the police. You need to run. They're going to erase them cameras. Nah. nah uh-uh. <laughs> you better get the. Uh-uh. Y'all see a dead body in the hotel? What you do? You get up out of there. Yep. I'm telling it. I'm telling. I'm telling. Wipe the something. handle, get up out of there. Say something. <laughs> Say something. Because if they see you running out of there, you gone. You did it. You did it. Oh, snap. Okay, last question. Oh, this is a long one. We ain't going to do that one. Name one role model in your life. Role model? Right now or growing up? Yeah, in general, whoever. Who's one role model that impacted you in your life? Eddie August. Okay, per. <laughs> Definitely. Now, what makes him a role model to you? Um, the fact that he changed my entire thinking. Mm. Like he, <clears throat> he used to always say things to piss me off. That you know what I'm saying? Like he reminded me of my coaches. My coaches used to know the right buttons to push to get certain plays out of me. You know, so it's like I think that he, after being around him for so long, he picked up on it. Like, uh, I see how I got to handle you. Okay. So, like, if I got something extremely good going on, he's not going to tell me that. <laughs> mm. Because he knows if he tells me that, then I'm going to get comfortable. Okay. So what he does, he tells me things to push me out of my comfort zone to make me, like, he's actually real life made my grown ass cry. Because mm. he broke, like, he broke down things to me that I wasn't really looking at. You know, and he was saying like, "Man, bro, uh, he 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 pretty much showed me who I am to myself as an artist." You know, uh, he took me from thinking like a local rapper to thinking like a international rapper. Mm. Well, not rapper, artist, because I'm just an artist that know how to rap. <laughs> so, Thanks. But bro, definitely, um, he got me real time consuming. I'm very, very good with my time management. Um, my professionalism is, is all time high. You know, even when I feel like I want to bring that street side of Rico, I always stuff him back and bring out the, the business side because at the end of the day, it's all about games. Mm. And if um, if that one moment 
you know what I'm saying, that somebody pissed me off, that one moment could mess up the entire, yeah. you know what I'm saying, relationship, an entire situation. You know, like mm-hmm. I could be getting into it with somebody from a whole nother venue, but somebody from a bigger venue could be there and see that. Yeah. And then I come to that venue and want to use it. And they, oh, I remember you. No, yeah. we're good. I don't want to be that person. Facts. You know, and so he, he really made me more conscious of, you know, uh, how I handle myself and have me understanding that I am a brand. Absolutely. Anytime I step outside, I'm branding myself. Anytime I get in front of the camera on my phone, I'm branding myself. Absolutely. So, uh, he, he, yes. he opened my eyes. Okay, you you gotta you gotta get the folks together because <laughs> you are a brand, and you're right. You gotta take that into account. You definitely. Yeah. So you did your thing on the ten minutes of honesty. I appreciate you being honest. <laughs> now it's Father's Day, so I got you a Father's Day gift. What? Yes. Okay, because Robin E loves black fathers. Robin E is all about black daddies. And I see, you know, you post your kids a lot. You know, you're doing your thing. So I had to, you know, give you something. It ain't, it ain't all that. You know, it's a little something. You know what I'm saying? A little something, something for you. But, you know, as a black father, I just want to know personally for you, like, What's one thing that you kind of want more from the world in terms of you being a black father? Respect. Respect. Respect that fathers are in their kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Respect that we do um, sacrifice. You know, I'm sacrificing all the time. Yeah. Even when I'm on tour, gone, you know, and spending that money to rentals and get, you know what I'm saying, gas, all the stuff that I got to spend yeah. money on. I could be at home with my kids putting that time in, my kids putting that money into my kids, yeah. but instead I'm sacrificing that to make something bigger and better, you know what I'm saying, build a platform for my kids, because that's pretty much what I'm doing. Like I said, I'm not rapping to be famous. I'm rapping so I can build my brand, you know what I'm saying, so I can be the face of the brand and be the brand that's making the money. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Well, yeah. I love that. I th- again, I think that's super dope. You know, as a black woman raised by both of her parents, my father plays a big role in my life. So I always want to make sure I give gratitude to black men that are in their children's lives. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you are around other men that aren't in their lives, but I hope you're influencing them to be. I wouldn't even hang with nobody that's not in Facts. their kid's life. That's that's just not my cup of tea because I didn't grow up with, with a father. So mm. that triggers me. That's a trigger for me. Okay. So if you're not in your kid's life, I'm not going to really adapt to you too well. Mm-hmm. So. Facts, facts. No, I love that. Definitely love that. So 2023, you know what I'm saying? We're getting into the summertime. I know you've got some things that's coming out, but what else can we expect for you this year? This year? Um, expect to see me a whole lot more, pretty much. You know, I'm, I'm about to make sure I'm in everybody's face. You know, uh, I took some time off uh, mentally because mm-hmm. that's important. Uh, a lot of us don't take mental breaks, and that's where we lose ourselves in the music. But you, as a music artist, I'm giving advice to take mental breaks, even if it's a, a day, two days, a week. I took a week. Actually, I took two months because <laughs> okay, I needed that. Needed I that. need to be prepared because I'm about to tear it up. I'm about to tear mm. the city up. Y'all got to understand what's coming. It's a, it's, a, it's a quiet storm. It's Purr. a quiet storm. <laughs> well, again, I appreciate you. You know, you came on the show, you just spoke your truth, and you really got in depth about just your journey. I didn't know a lot of those things about you, so I appreciate you just letting me know about that. Oh, yeah. That yeah. makes me look at your artistry and you as a person completely different. And I feel like if I do more runs like these, mm-hmm. the world will actually 
understand and and that I, that's where my fan base is gonna come in because I'm so in touch with myself and I'm so well grounded. Mm. So once people really adapt to that and see that, they're gonna start adapting to my music because my music, yeah. my music is gonna heal you. Mm. Real talk, like out of all 170 something songs, you gotta know there's something that you went through that's in one of them songs. Mm. Absolutely. Now, of course, you know, you got to let people know where they can tune in with you, keep up with you, when your new video drops, all of that. Yeah. So y'all definitely can stay in tune with me on Instagram because I don't have Facebook no more. Rico Santana 400. Y'all make sure y'all stay updated on uh, Instagram because I make sure that I keep everybody in tune with what's happening with me on Instagram, uh, YouTube. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube, Rico Santana 400. Um, I got a whole bunch of videos that y'all going to fall in love with. Yes. A lot of music on there. Um, like if people don't got Spotify or Apple Music and you like to listen to your music on YouTube, all my music is on YouTube also. Nice. So y'all make sure y'all tap in July 4th also because your yeah, official video is yeah. dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Purr. Purr. Rico Santana in a building, y'all. Slid through the purple room. He had the whole gang with him. I love to see it. Absolutely. I love to see it. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on Pillow Talk Podcast. This was long overdue. Um, you know, I just want to give you gratitude. You've been grinding. I've been seeing you grind. And I know we haven't connected prior to, but we locked in now, you yeah. know. So yeah. you definitely got a supporter in me. Anything I can do to support you, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Vice all versa, for it. Vice versa. We lit. We locked in. Because you be talking your shit online. Oh, man, I got to. You know what I'm saying? You be going in. You be talking your shit yeah. on there. You know, you be, I be like, okay, hold on. You get what? Okay, hold some on. People, some people, some people <laughs> like, I, I've kind of. Like uh, lost kind of some relationships off yeah. of it because you know people have inner issues. So it's like to me, I feel like I'm not the type of person that's gonna shoot a shot at somebody that mm -hmm. I that I rock with. I just don't get out like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like snatching the jersey off your team back. You know, mm -hmm. but when I say something, I'm speaking in general. You know what I'm saying? But if you take that to heart, I can't. Really do too <laughs> much because I'm the, I'm the messenger. Yeah, I'm the messenger, and and I know what I'm saying is legit, and I'm, what I'm saying is being real. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's not to be against nobody or nothing like that. But yeah, shout out to y'all that felt like I was talking about y'all sneak this y'all was not. I love everybody. Everybody love Rico. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts only. Because <laughs> he was definitely talking your shit. But no, I appreciate you. Like I said, thank you for sliding Pillow Talk Podcast. And of course, thank you for everybody that tunes in and subscribes to the number one podcast in Chicago for 2023 Pillow Talk Podcast. You know, we might take the next award. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all might hit me a little more. I don't know. But as always, keep it locked in. I appreciate y'all. Y'all already know that this is absolutely where the fuck it's at. <laughs>